Bum, 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 Welcome to Hockey Night in Canada. No, wait, 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 wait. This isn't Hockey Night. This is the Harland Highway podcast is what it is. Uh, thank you very much. I'm um, sorry for that false intro, gang. Um, there's nothing false about today's show. Oh, my God. Talk about uh, podcast royalty. Um, my special guest today is with me the whole show. Uh, you could call him the king of podcasts. Um, this gentleman has probably had the number one podcast uh, with the most listeners, the most followers, the most fans out of any other podcast out there. There might be a few that come close, three or four, but this 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 gentleman's been in the lead for many, many years. He was one of the original pioneers of podcasting. Mr. Adam Carolla is my special guest today. Adam is at the top of the podcast uh, field. I am honored to have him as a guest on my show today. We're going to be talking about all kinds of things. We're going to be playing uh, too soon or not too soon towards the end of the show. We're going to cover a whole range of topics. Adam's going to tell us if he believes in heaven or hell. And Oh, man, it, it, uh, just listen. Adam's a guy that has a deep wealth of knowledge, and he's going to share it with us today here on the Harlan Highway. Where am I? What is this, some kind of a joke or something? Welcome to the Harland Highway. What you talking about, Willis? Son, you got a panty on your head. Shut up and sit down, you big bald fuck. Oh, God, what's happening here? What's happening? Hey, Harland, it's Shelly. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. That is fantastic. What's wrong with everybody in this crazy place? The Harland Highway. <gasps> what is it? The opening. To what? To another dimension. This is Harland Williams. You're a bad man. You're a very bad man. That is fantastic. Hey, everybody. This is Harland Williams. You are rolling down the Harland Highway. And, uh... Holy sweet uh, Louisiana crab gumbo. What a treat we have today. Sweet and sour treat. Uh, my special guest today, you know him from uh, AdamCarolla.com. You know him from his, uh, his movies, his documentaries, his TV shows. The one and only Ace, a.k.a. Adam Carolla, is on the Harlan Highway today. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. How are you? What's up? Uh, it's good. Busy, you know, it's a life. This is the earliest I've ever seen you in the morning. Like, I think your eyes are still puffy. Um. Like an owl. Yeah, I go to bed with them puffy. I wake up with them puffy, and then midday they're puffy as well. So I'm, I'm pretty puffed out you, most, most days. It, I, it, I, I got up early this morning to do some radio, actually. Oh, so you've already done so. So your voice is like, your voice is ready to go. Yeah, it is. It is a funny Sounds thing, good. though. Do you ever do you ever do that thing where you stay up late and then you get up uh, early and then you sit down and then you call into the radio station and it's six thirty in the morning and you realize you haven't spoken and you're up all night, you know, smoking crack and drinking out of a flask and doing rails <laughs> off a hooker's ass. Come and on, then you, it's true. Who and then says flask anymore? You get up in the morning. <laughs> you get up and you start talking. 
to Boomer and Floor Wax yeah. and nothing. Chainsaw and Eddie. Nothing, yeah. Nothing's coming out of your mouth. I know. it's hard. You still got mung mouth, right? Yeah, mung mouth. You're all puffy. You're, you're you, puffy do you want some you puff cream before we get going or anything? Uh, do you want some... Some, I don't do you know. Want a puffin from the Arctic Circle? I don't what? know gay slang, but uh, <laughs> yes, would be the answer. All right, here we go. So we're going to talk to Adam today, and uh, you know, I wanted to get into some some cool stuff because you know, you, you always have a, a deep perception of everything, mm-hmm. and I thought maybe I would ask you, like, what does heaven look like? Like when you mm-hmm. get up there, is there like Seven Elevens? Is there tennis clubs? Where do people mm. sleep? Where do people go to the bathroom? Mm. Like, what the hell? Everyone thinks we die and do we just float around? Like, what's up there, guy? Tell me. Well, for me, as an atheist, nothing. Oh, you're an atheist? Yeah, but nothing actually these days is actually kind of a good... I, I, I'm looking forward to nothing. Really? Because <laughs> you really work am. so hard. Yeah, I got a lot of something going on in my life all the time, and I'm I'm sort of looking forward to nothing. Wait, if your kid comes up to you and goes, Daddy, what's heaven look like? You just say nothing to your kid? I'll say, uh, I'll tell you what, Daddy's going to take a nap. I want you to quietly take shoes off, sneak into his room in about 20 minutes, and then when you see me doing, that's what heaven (laughs) looks like. That'll be heaven to Daddy. Too soon. Um, Are you puffy when you do it? No, I lie lie to my kids and tell them that uh, my dog, Molly, who we put down four months ago, went over the rainbow bridge, (laughs) the whole whole nine years. So your dog was gay? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Wait a minute. You do know gay code. Where did you, where did things go wrong that you don't believe in in an after in God? It sounds like you don't. You're an atheist. When, when did this happen? I grew up in a world filled with nothing. Yeah, with people who had nothing, preached nothing, discussed nothing, and just was never part of my upbringing and at any level with anybody in my sphere and there there wasn't much of a sphere going on at the Corolla house. It was a very limited sphere. Have you ever prayed? No. Have you ever felt a connection to a greater, bigger force than you? Just Jimmy. <laughs> Who's Jimmy? Jimmy Kimmel. Oh my God. So Jimmy's your God. No, it's just that's the connection to the greater force. I, I want I you say. to get connected to that. Have you you've been out in nature, haven't you? Have you like No, I travel in uh one of those habit trail um, hamster globes that was, uh, yes, I've convened with nature. I See, that's, I think that you might not know it, Mr. Uh, Corolla, but I think that's connecting to God. You might, well, you might have missed it, but I'll, I'll you have. You, I, I got a, uh, I got a dog. I got a black lab. Uh, the black lab is about, uh, six months old and I took Phil, the black lab or Philly cheesesteak, as Aww. I like to call him. Is that, I, that's a good I, name for him when he gets hit and he's roadkill. Yeah. 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 And what e- happened? Extra provolone. Oh I, took him, I took him to Malibu and I let him hit the beach for the first time ever last weekend. And he's a water dog and he went berserk. That was heaven. Like, he, it was heaven. Yeah. He was chasing seagulls. He was diving into the water. He was running out and digging holes oh. in the tidal pools, you know. And, uh, that, to me, when I sort of would just watch this dog sort of go berserk yeah. for, for the first time, the oh. dog had seen the ocean, and it was, and, it, and he's such a crazy water dog that, like, when my daughter takes a shower, 
he'll just jump into the shower he with showers her. With, does he do her hair and stuff? Does he wash her hair? He'll give her like a rinse and a repeat and a cuticle yeah. push. And, yeah. you know, they'll talk about oh, boys. And, God. I wonder if they do fart bubbles. Well, not in the shower, but that's well, but if in you're the a dog, tub. you probably if you're a water dog, you probably have a specialized dog asshole, and you can do water bubbles standing up. <laughs> well, I don't. I'm not Caesar Milan, but <laughs> the dog whisperer. Yeah, I think your audience is quite familiar with who <laughs> Caesar Milan is. I know it sounds like a salad. Yeah, what a name! I'll have the Caesar Milan, please, with yeah. blue cheese sauce. I do think as we start melting everything together in 50 years. When we bring up Caesar Milan's name, it's going to be like he played the Joker in the original <laughs> yeah, Batman, that's right? right? That's or the right. Riddler? Who was that guy? Yeah. Um, no, I'm not Caesar Milan. That's what no. I'm here to tell you. Yeah, yeah. And I don't have a crystal ball. I would love Caesar Milan to just shout at a dog, just like scream, like the dog whisperer just loses it. Yeah. And screams at the top of his lungs, and the dog just blows up. Don't you? Uh, you ever listen? <laughs> You ever listen to those Saturday morning pet shows on AM radio? Do I? And they say, like, yes. somebody, but whatever the fix is for the dog, yeah. like, you call the expert, yeah. and it's way more trouble than, like, the expert's supposed to give you a tip. Yeah. Like, so they'll do this thing where they're like, hi, uh, listen, and they'll call, like, Warren Eckstein. Yeah. They'll call Warren. They'll Was go, he a Nazi war criminal? He fled. Okay. He went to Brazil. Warren Eckstein. Okay. And they'll say, um, Warren, I have a schnauzer, and my schnauzer will nip at some of the neighbors Racist. and can pull a little bit at him. He's a little bit aggressive with some of the neighbor's dogs and some of the neighbors, and I take him for a walk every day, and I'm scared he's going to bite one of the neighbors. How do we remedy this problem? And Warren will be like, well, have you thrown a party for the dog? What? And it'll go, uh, what? by the way. The answer is no, unless I'm criminally insane. What you should do is you should throw a party for the dog. You should invite all the neighbors, yeah. have them all bring a gift, a oh, treat, God. an offering to the dog. And it's like, this is oh. a, yes, this would remedy this problem, except for it's never going to happen on fucking planet Earth. Yeah. That's like idiots who wrap presents for their dogs at Christmas and think the dog's going to take its little hands and delicately unwrap the Christmas present. No, but it's like saying my Idiots. my son is not doing well in math. Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't you pay an Asian tutor to work with him seven hours a day? Yeah. It's like, well, that's not really a tip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to lose some weight. All right. We'll do nothing but drink stream water and do push-ups. Like, oh. uh, uh, that's not a tip. Speaking of losing weight, is it is it just me or is is Marie Osmond like looking for it? Have you seen her on these these uh, NutraSweet commercials or whatever? Like everyone they do. Do you watch? Have you seen her? NutraSystem. Nutra. Every, yeah, every commercial she just gets like trampier and tra like she's just now she looks like a like a ACDC groupie. She's mm. like, are you chubby? Do you mm. like to go to the back room and plow the drummer from it? She's just like getting trampy. I I had not noticed that. Oh, uh, hot. I don't know Marie Hot. well. You will. I'm very good friends with Jimmy Osmond, however. You are? Very close. How big are his teeth? Like, how fast could he buzz through a cedar tree? Oh, <laughs> that's an unfair depiction of they Jimmy. They have huge teeth. The Osmonds have giant teeth. 
Yeah. Like no. if they were fish, they'd be parrotfish. I'm not trying to insult your friend. Well, it's He's, a little late for well, that. Well, I didn't give him the big teeth, sir. I got to tell you, he, yes. he might come over here um, and pretend to play the trumpet in front of you like he used to do back in the Donnie Murray show back in the day. I saw that my first concert as a little boy ever was the Osmonds. Really? Yeah, I saw Donnie Osmond, and they brought little Jimmy out. He was like the bonus treat. I think he was still like in a cradle or something. Did he pretend to play the trumpet? Uh, I'm straight. Um, now, I want to tell you, I can mm. relate to your thing on the beach with the dogs, because I had, the first time I took my dogs to the beach, it was wondrous. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. It, like, it was to see a, an animal that never would have got to the beach if it lived in the wild, because, right. you know, it was a dog, and, and my dog was anti-water. I had this really rare breed called a Jindo. Mm-hmm. And they're very cat-like, and my dog would not even step on the grass in the morning if there was dew on it. Uh-huh. And even the magic of the ocean, he ran. she ran into the ocean. Like, it was such an enchanting moment to see really? this why and the glistening sand and your dogs running and getting yeah. excited by the... I think you're right. That is heaven. A dog seeing the beach and the ocean for the first time is heaven. You did have the answer. It's probably... You had the answer. It's probably grace more greeting cards than any other image a dog on the beach for the yeah. first time well for the first time i'm not sure if we pop the sand hymen on oh, the dog oh, whoops, but what i'm whoops. saying <laughs> have you ever done doggy style on a beach that's interesting i mean that's a kind of a dog question no but next time i bring phil out there i'll definitely Good give it a whirl night, on Nelly your Frittato. advice i'll have to explain to my wife whose idea this was Good and how Lord. i didn't want to disrespect harlan by not obeying his very strict wishes. Good Lord. Well, but, let me ask you this. Yeah. If you don't if you don't think there's a heaven, That's do you think heaven. there's That's... a hell? That is heaven. We found see, I said at the beginning Adam would have the answer and you did. Yes. That it's, is it's heaven. Dogs on the beach for the first time experiencing the ocean. I totally agree. Yes. yes. Uh and but it hell. should be a, a, a nice five and a half month old lab that's just going berserk. In the water, yeah. Uh, they hell. Not, that, what, uh, what's hell look like? I hell, mean, what the hell's down there? I worked at a decorative box factory in Gardena. I was <laughs> doing a remodel of it back when I was a carpenter. But the decorative box, decorative box. Well, you know when you buy I, like your Estee Lauder products, I just picture pink with Christmas tinsel on her Brazilian. Yeah, that's a decorative, that's a box, decorative to me. box. Yeah, I mean, come on, was that what you mean? No, I'm I'm saying oh. like a floral arrangement. Yeah, like a box. You worked in floral. You worked in the flower industry. Now, please listen. Okay, because sorry. it's an important skill to have as I a know. podcaster. You're saying box. Yes, okay. I worked <laughs> as a carpenter. Yes, doing a remodel. Okay, got it. Tenant improvement is right. what they called it of offices. Is- that were in a decorative box God, factory. I needed to listen there, and I didn't. And then you, right. you roped me in, and I'm here. I, I got Take it. Take a draw off your Hang Fanta on. and re- recalibrate. Mm. Okay, got it. But uh, even though you said all that, I'm still picturing Pink's Brazilian with Christmas tinsel on oh, it. She Sorry. was there. That I'm, was the okay. only good part about okay. the factory tour. So this was hell to you? Is that your point? Well, as I went out, to this, you know, 10,000 square foot facility and I walked into the back and I saw these poor husky Guatemalan middle-aged Whoa. women with no life in their eyes Whoa. putting together these <laughs> decorative boxes 
that they would never receive. Dude, you should t- take those Guatemalan women and set them free on the beach. I should take them to the beach. Yeah. And, yeah. Anyways, go ahead. I'm listening. As, I'm I, listening. as I gazed out upon these super <laughs> downtrodden women who are ironically putting together these super nice boxes yeah. for rich guys to buy their gumas. You know Ooh. what I'm saying? What's a gumas? It's, it sounds uh, like an art. It's, it's Italian for girlfriend on the side. Oh, I pictured some mother saying, Billy, finish your gumas and we can show it to daddy when you get well, home. That, that's that's possible. Okay. I mean, it's not that that phrase has never been uttered, but guma. Guma? You know, yeah, if you ever watch like The Sopranos. No. You no. got to have the guma on the side. Okay. You thank see what you. I'm saying? Thank but either way, hell to me is yeah. the city of Gardena, which is... <laughs> Horrific! Wow! And then working in a decorative box factory, yeah, in the city of Gardena, while these poor women just sort of sat there so that's, waiting to die. That's hell on earth. But do you believe in kind of that metaphysical hell where there's fire and brimstone and tortured souls? And I mean, is is that a real thing in your mind? Or I, I don't know. No, I it's no, not. I don't. I don't believe in that. I also don't. I feel like fire and brimstone are redundant. Yeah, because like they're almost got, the same thing. If you thing. got fire, you got brimstone. If you got brimstone, you got fire. We don't need that and this. What, you know about, what I mean? have you ever been to a Kenny Rogers Roasters? Yeah. Is that in there too? Like fire, brimstone, and Kenny Rogers Roasters? Well, I'd have to see. It depends. I can't remember how they do their potatoes. <laughs> I don't like thick-cut potatoes. <laughs> oh, really? I don't like, the, I don't like wedge potatoes. Oh, and, and so sad. for me, that would be hell. Because I like a nice thin fry. Yeah. Old school, you know, McDonald's style. Have you ever, oh, yeah, do you like curly fries? I I like curly fries, but I I find them unnecessary. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like I've never eaten a McDonald's French fry and says, why isn't this thing springing back at me and shooting ketchup into my cornea? <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, I've never really said, why is there, there's not enough give to these fries yeah. or I can't unfurl them and push them back into shape. Like, I, Do you I, think they put hairspray on them to keep them curl? Like, is there someone back there in the kitchen with a, with a curling iron, like, doing them by hand? I'll tell you what. We hand curl our own curly fries here at Arby's. I'll give you the answer. Tomorrow, Ooh. tomorrow, oh. I love you. Oh, tomorrow, voice. you're always a day away. There's heaven right there. Yeah. Keep singing. Yeah, guy. I got to believe oh. Annie inspired the curly oh, fry. You just sent me to heaven. What about a guy? You know, you know construction. You've yes. heard of a blast furnace. Mm-hmm. I did a show like a few months back, mm-hmm. and I asked a guy what he did for a living, and he goes, "I work in a blast furnace." Mm-hmm. And I go, well, I go, how are you even alive, dude? And then I said, yeah, you're the only guy that will ever go to hell and go, yeah, so? Right. What is a blast Woo. furnace? Tell this crowd that's listening, because if anyone knows how to describe a blast furnace, it's Adam Zachary Corolla. Right. <laughs> that's me. I miss my ears doing uh, that Tim Allen show. Um, what is a blast furnace? Home improvement. Um, well, first off, I don't think anyone works in a blast furnace. Well, this guy th- did, apparently. I think they work o- around what one. What is it, In though? front of one. What is it? That's a furnace that they use for- <laughs> For what? 
Tell Smel- us. It's for smelting things. Oh, smelts are fish. <laughs> smelts are what you do to steal and other ores. And, really? And then you pour them into shapes and you make I-beams and truss and things like so that. So you shove like raw metal into a blast furnace and it melts it into a liquid form? Is that what you're trying to tell the audience? I think you put the raw like ingots Ingots. So it's like a juicer for for yeah, like for, for you're metal. Gonna, you're gonna like sm- ingots. If you're gonna smelt an ingot, wasn't ingot a bobsled champion in the '76 Olympics? By the way, downhill. Yeah, yeah but yes. So winter you, Olympics. You put the ingots and yeah. the and the whatens inside. You, you 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 smelt an ingot. <laughs> oh, oh, I haven't smelt an ingot in a long time. Yeah, well Have you're you? missing. Well, what? that's my version of heaven. <laughs> Sniffing an ingot. You know, we don't talk metallurgy enough i know blast furnace yeah. all right that's enough for that i'm moving on okay Let's, if you want to just limit it to no eight I, minutes of that well i have a lot of questions for you i want to okay. get to a quick answer because those were long excellent answers you you. you you win already um this one's just a yes or no answer answer mm-hmm. um let me see. Where is it? here? Oh, here we go. This is a yes or no answer. You don't even have to go into it. Okay. But you probably will. Do priests take their collars off, put them on the griddle, and use them to make perfectly round pancakes? Yes mm, or no? Yes. Right. You're right. Okay. Absolutely. Now we can get back to some long form answers. When I used to work at McDonald's, Every once in a while, yeah, I'd, I knew I'd, I'd get the breakfast shift. Yeah. And in order to make the egg McMuffin, you yeah. would have a miniature priest. Like a priest collar. Collar. But this one would be for like uh, a, a small, like if a cat was a man of the cloth. Yeah. It'd be that size. Or a pussy of the cloth. Pussy Can you of the say cloth. That? Yeah. 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 About three inches around. And that's what you'd crack your egg into. It was a template. Can I do? Can I take it a little a form. pause an here and form. do a a, a a pussy of the cloth hymn real quick? Yeah, I mean, if you want to. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. <laughs> At some point, you have to stop this, don't you? At some point. You're the guy that worked at McDonald's and had a pussy collar. Yeah, I did. Why am I the bad guy for once? Well, I was 16, You worked at McDonald's? Yes, I did. When? Uh, Well, as previously stated. (laughs) That's right. You think I'm not listening, but I retro hear you. See, I I asked myself, and then I I gave the answer before you could even answer. Right. See? Sweet. So you worked at McDon- in the drive-thru or where? No, I don't think we had a drive-thru. This was the one in Studio City on Ventura Boulevard. I, I, they still don't have a drive-thru. Wow. It's one of the few McDonald's with no drive-thru. You've got to get back to the future. Yes, I do. <laughs> and I uh, would drive my DeLorean there, and I would get behind the griddle, and I would make... Uh, Big Mac. Did you ever sweat on the meat? Like, it's inevitable. Because in those days, you grilled over a grill, right? It wasn't the microwave when you were there. It was always a huge griddle. Big, flat piece of steel. Did you ever... Ooh, with an ingot? Right, for smelting. Oh, yum. Yeah. Did you ever sweat by accident into the meat? What would happen was, is I was forced to wear... My son was hopping up and down behind us. I was forced to wear what is basically uh, a brown 
rayon gi, you know, back when they had these yeah. stupid pants and stupid tops and, yeah. and a hat and everything else. Whoa. And one of the biggest beefs I used to get into, pardon the pun, yeah. with my manager, Ken, is that he insisted when I worked behind the grill that I wear this big plastic smock. But I'm already wearing this rayon jumpsuit, you know, Ooh. this brown rayon yeah, jumpsuit. Yeah, brown pants, yeah. doesn't breathe very well. Yeah. I'm wearing the shoes. They and said, they're kind of, were they bell-bottomy a little yeah, bit? Yeah, and they said, I remember. No, they said no rubber-soled shoes, which oh. is insane. They didn't want people wearing ratty tennis shoes. Yeah. But on the other hand, I, I didn't have any shoes that were dress shoes, except for my ninth grade graduation <laughs> shoes. So I looked like uh, Fred McMurray standing there. My feet were killing me. <laughs> like, and and he had, <laughs> he had. Wait, the, you wore your graduation shoes to McDonald's? Well, I, every I day. I, I wasn't going to buy leather soled shoes, like shiny black. Like, yeah. Well, well these were brown, but yes, <laughs> oh they were God. old school shoes. All right, continue. And I was standing there. My feet were killing me because I'd grown two sizes since. <laughs> Ninth, the ninth sure. grade, uh, but I didn't have any shoes that were rubber sold, <laughs> and I wasn't going to buy shoes, wow. expensive shoes, just to work at McDonald's for two dollars wow. and forty two cents an hour. And so my my manager Ken would constantly insist that I wear this big plastic smock while I stood over the dr the grill Ew. in the shoes Gross. with the rayon outfit on. And I remember sort of thinking to myself, "I'm hot enough, Ken." Like yeah. putting this big plastic smock over me is, is killing That's me. That's what boxers do to lose weight. They'll put yeah. a garbage bag on and get on a on a bike and just yeah okay yeah that's right. So I was, they I, were doing that to you. Yeah, I was drying out over that thing trying to make weight. I was cutting weight. Then did did your forehead drip onto the griddle and yeah, the meat? I, I was a sweaty mess. And wow. I, I would say to uh, I would say to Ken like I'm wow. burning up back here, and he'd say put the smock on. And I would always conveniently forget to put the smock on. Oh, And my he would God. always come and remind me to put the smock on. Did he on. ever, like, towards the end of your shift, turn the uh, the disco ball on and play a so slow song, and you guys would have, like, the final dance at the at the uh, graduation? Like, not, relive that moment? Not every night. Like, what's that song with the... the, the uh, I Had the Time of My Life. Oh, my love. Oh, Righteous Brothers. My And Unchained you and him would melody. be like, yeah, you guys would slow dance yeah. in your shiny Any brown prom shoes. credit at all for naming the artist and the song oh, title yeah. within three beats of the yeah, song. Yeah, good job. Yeah. Good job. Wow, yeah. that's exciting. All right. Hey, I wanted to see if you could make up a new four-letter swear word. Mm -hmm. And it can't be the one that we already did. What was it? Dingle? The one, the metal one? I, I don't know. I, I've kind of tuned out. You tuned out the whole metal. Yeah. What's um, a four letter that we've never heard? It's brand new. Well. Brand new. I can tell you this. Four letters in Jack and four letters in Hole. Yeah. Um, Jimmy and I in our production company is called Jack Hole Productions. Yeah. But we tried to invent a swear word we could say on the radio. Oh, okay. And jackhole, but that's is what 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 we ended up with. That's four, eight letters. Well, it's four and four. Can you do a brand new one that the world, the planet Earth, has never heard it before? Uh -huh. Can you come up with a four letter one right now? And then I'm going to need you to you know use it in a sentence. Uh huh. Okay. A four letter. Mm -hmm. So douche nozzle is out. That's a bit like that would be a German four letter swear word. Uh -huh. I need we need English for no America. No lots can be used at all. No, no, like it's got to be like clunk or cl 
glong, glong, you know, something for lousy. Uh-huh. La- it can it sound like it can sound like another language, right? Uh, I would say speaking of um, speaking of sort of German, I would go Fitz, Fitz. with a Z. F-I-T-Z. Yeah. Fitz. Great. It's I got, like it's that. It's got some shit. It's got some fuck in it. Yeah. And, What's uh, it mean? It just it just means like- Fitz. Yeah. I like it's, it. It's Fitz. Yeah. 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 It's like um, you could use it this way. Like you could say, I walked in my roommate and he was uh, Fitz and the bejesus out of his girlfriend. Wow. So I stood there and that, watched. You know what I mean? Yo, you stood and watched. I, I thought did. it was going to end- well, I you might didn't, have. You didn't I, politely leave. I may have grabbed a knee. I don't know if I wow. stood the whole time. You like your Fitzin? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. See, that was great. I love it. Um, what species of animals should interbreed? Like, I feel like a panda and a zebra would make a good interbreeding. Are there any other ones that would kind of well, fit the? Yeah. I. I for me, uh, I, I like flight. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. And so for that, you have uh, you have the uh, barn owl. Barn owl. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And good luck with this one. Yeah. And now one of the most <laughs> animals that is probably would be the the coolest thing to see yeah. in flight. Yeah. But that you'll never really have a chance of seeing would be a manatee. Oh. <laughs> a manatee and a barn owl. A manatee and a wow. barn owl. Yeah, that'd be because hard to get off the ground. Yeah, but but imagine the majesty of the man- manatee when it did take flight for the first time. Maybe you could call that a a fat farmer. No, what would you call that? A fatity? A yeah. barn? Uh, well, a barn of fat? A fat fuck farmer? No. Well, what, first off, Harlan, what what does a manatee sound like? Uh, manatees are aquatic and they're underwater, so they're like. <laughs> Like that. I feel like there's a little bit of a cop out. Oh, really? Okay. Well, you want to, like, how would they talk underwater? Well, what I'm saying is, is everything underwater, whether it's a manatee or, you know, bluefin dolphin, you're going to make the same underwater. No, blue, blue, a bluefin blue. dolphin underwater is like. Oh, but a manatee. Oh, sorry. I, meant, I meant bluefin tuna. I meant bluefin tuna. Oh, okay. Well, manatee. Well, the... What would the tuna sound like? <laughs> the tuna would be like. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, it'd be All more right. like a pulsing sound, right. whereas the manatee has more of a, it developed more of a language because it's a mammal. So it's like. Uh, okay. If you play that backwards, it's actually someone reciting the Second Amendment. It says Paul's a dead man. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. I like that barn owl and a uh, manatee. Mm-hmm. Splendid. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Well, let's go down at the end of, uh, at, at the end of my podcast here. I like to play a little game called. Too soon or not too soon. Okay. It's four questions. All right. And all you have to answer is too soon or not too soon. To play this stupid game? Yeah. Stu- oh. Well, mental game. Okay. Um, here's the first question. You ready? Mm-hmm. In 2016, should people be allowed to put curly fries in their pubes and pretend they are octopuses or octopi? Too soon or not too soon? Not too soon. No. No, I'm wrong. It's too too soon. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, is that 0 for 1 then? Yeah. So I got to run the table to go over 500 here? Yeah. Here's okay. number two. Should people with leprosy be allowed to give you the finger, 
meaning they could actually pull their finger off and give it to you. And hand too, it to you. Too soon or not too soon. Too soon. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Correct. Uh, number three, should people who make Sour Patch Kids create an adult candy called Sour Patch Clits? Too soon or Wait not too soon? Is that my? Is that with a Z? Is that my swear word you're <laughs> using close. in a sentence? It's close. Not too soon. No, no, oh, guy, no. Okay. Now I got to get this last one to go 500. Last, last one. Here we go, and then we're gonna wrap up the show. Uh, you've heard of the Dilly Bar and the Dairy Queen Blizzard. Given the condition of Bernie Saunders' hair, should his hair be a new frozen delighted Dairy Queen? Called the Bernie Blast Blowout Frozen Frost Fucker Supreme. Too well, soon or not too soon? It's not too soon, no. and I feel like you could get Head and Shoulders to sponsor that, and this would be a layup. Am <laughs> no, I right? No, it's oh, too soon. Man, it's too, you that got a, one. Yeah, man. I mean, in a weird way, it's like doing a movie and just getting one star. Like you'd rather almost just get zero. Too you soon. Know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's uh, that's it for this segment of the uh, the podcast. But do you want to plug while we're here? I always like people well, to plug their stuff, man. If people like to see where I'm doing my shows live, or or get a uh, get my mug. My mug is um, don't do your best, do my best. Aww. Makes a lovely coffee mug Cute. and a gift. Yeah. Uh, t-shirts and uh, podcasts and whatever. Just go to adamcarolla.com. Find out uh, everything because we're coming to you and you can pick up a nice mug or a t-shirt. Yeah, check out all Adam's stuff. Listen to his podcast. Listen to all his podcasts. If you go on adamcrolla.com, oh, you yeah. can see all movies, the, the, the everything. Uh, the There's Paul so Newman racing doc. Yes, I saw that. You, you were gracious enough to invite me to the premiere. It was amazing. I'm glad you came and I'm glad you enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. Well, well awesome. Uh, go there and go get one, everybody. Okay, cool, awesome. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Adam Carolla, ladies and gentlemen. Uh my thanks to Adam. My God, what a what a fun uh, fun interview. I mean, Adam, you just can't stump him. You you can bring up any topic. That's why I threw a whole wide range of questions at him because it, I don't think I know a guy that that like him that he just has answers for everything and it's fascinating to hear what he comes up with man he doesn't even blink like he just you could ask him anything and he just rolls into some kind of an answer it's it's quite a unique gift and that's probably half the reason why his his outstanding podcast and all his other projects do so well he's just uh, he's got a lot of knowledge up in that nugget and uh, it was a pleasure to uh, have some laughs and uh and talk with uh, Adam. And by the way, uh, coming up soon, if you are a premium member of the Harland Highway podcast, uh, Adam and I, uh, coming up very soon, we are going to be doing my uh, premium podcast called Let's Have a Fight, where me and Adam will be going head-to-head with each other. And uh, believe me, Adam is not an easy guy to fight with because he's, he's very intelligent and uh, that, that's going to be a real battle. So uh, if you join my premium membership, it's probably coming up within the next two weeks, two to three weeks. Uh, Adam Carolla and Harlan Williams, let's have a fight. And uh, the premium content's only $20 a year to get that other podcast and my live stand-up and all kinds of uh, bonus 
bonus things. So uh, there you go. Hope you enjoyed uh, hearing Adam. And uh, and uh, let's see what else they got here. A stand-up comedy coming up next week, uh, February 25th through the 28th. I will be in... Uh, Good Lord, I will be in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona at the House of Comedy. Brand new comedy club. It's only been open about a year and a half. It's a really wonderful, hip, modern comedy club. Uh, it's in beautiful, sunny Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, go to harlowwilliams.com and get all your ticket information. And then uh, in uh, March, March 10th to the 13th, I'll be in the uh, in Houston, Texas at the Improv. So please, uh, please come out there. And then uh, moving over to April, it's the Comedy Party. This is going to be an amazing. If you live in uh, Omaha or out there in Illinois, in the Midwest, uh, Polly Shore, Tom Green, Bobby Lee from Mad TV, and myself are going to be doing the Comedy Party. It's three shows, one night only at each venue. Big fat. Incredible theaters, and you're getting four amazing comics for the price of one. Um, so go to my website, harlowwilliams.com, and you can order your tickets before they sell out because the comedy party is going to be a cool party. Uh, also, if you want to uh, leave me any uh, phone messages, if you want to comment on the Adam Carolla interview or anything else I say or do on the podcast, 323-739-4330. That's 323-739-4330. That number is at the website, harlowwilliams.com. Uh, or you can uh, write to me at harlowwilliams.com as well. Also, check out our store. Uh, at harlowwilliams.com. We have all kinds of cool merchandise we can ship out to you. So that's it. Hope you enjoyed Adam. Again, my thanks to Adam Carolla. Tons of fun. And uh, as I said, uh, watch out, you premium members, for Adam Carolla and Harlan Williams' Let's Have a Fight podcast coming up soon. Uh, thanks for being here. And until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. I'm wow. burning up back here. And he'd say, put the smock on.